Hi guys, we meet again, or maybe for the first time. I'm your host, Lacey. I am the creator behind the brand, business, and podcast, Ox and Plow. We are a design and branding media company, and our mission in this podcast is to dive deep into the lives and stories of women in the cannabis space. In this episode, we talk to Ayana. She is the creative director and CEO of Cushion Cute, a cannabis skincare and lifestyle brand. Ayana is shifting the possibilities of skincare in the cannabis industry, and not only is she so kind, down to earth, and someone I have gotten the pleasure of working with and getting to know, she's an incredibly strong and savvy businesswoman. This episode is a little different because we don't talk about the highlight reels of business or success. We just talk about the shit and trials, the ins and outs, maybe a place where you're at right now, and everything else in between. So get ready to laugh and have some fun with us as we smoke, drink, and talk shit. Okay, now our interview with Ayana. Hey, girl. Hey! <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I know, I'm me so too. Happy. Hey, guys, just so you know, like, we were testing earlier because both Ayana and myself are having phone issues. We don't really know what's happening, but... We can hear each other right now, so that's a good thing. <laughs> but anyways, tell me what's going on. How are you? I'm good. I'm currently sitting in my room, smoking a joint, yes. having some water. I, like, fully prepared for this. <laughs> I, like, sat and, like, rolled the biggest joint I possibly could because I was like, I deserve a really big joint today because it's been a hard day. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking love it. Um, and I had some mangoes. So I can Ooh. get all those terpenes, Ooh. You know, mangoes, tell and the terpene that. tree. What it, wait, what is the... Oh, my God. Can you tell me about Oh, my gosh. I, you I don't, don't know about no, this? No, I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do I not know? So if you eat a mango, I used to have to write about all types of strange, weird facts about weed. So if you eat a mango before you smoke, mango actually has similar terpenes in it that weed does. So if you eat a mango like 30, 45 minutes before you smoke it increases your high because the THC is attaching to those mango terpenes. Oh, I need to get mm-hmm. on this. Okay, so wait, so just in case our listeners want to try this, do they need like organic mangoes or can it no, be No, any like kind of mango. Mango. Okay, so it can or like mango, I just have to have straight mango. I just had some frozen mangoes. My other favorite little snack to have is like uh, the dried chili mangoes, which are super good. Any kind of mango. Yeah, that was my question because I love dried mangoes so much. And I mm-hmm. haven't actually tried the chili powder mangoes, but I am going to do that. So Mango yes. before you smoke. It's yes. the way to go. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Well, oh, my gosh. So thank you so much for coming on today. And <clears throat> just so... And I'm sorry, you guys, I have my dogs in here just so the listeners know we're being super casual tonight. You're going to hear mm-hmm. the dogs fight and bark at each other like they're doing now. So <laughs> you'll probably hear my dogs too. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's totally fine. Like we're all like, we're all family here. So, you know, we're just Hope Everyone has a joint. Every- everyone has a bowl. Yes. Everyone has something to smoke on while listening to this, Every- correct? Everybody. And if you're driving, hopefully not. Um, but if you're not driving, then absolutely. We encourage you. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're not driving, smokable. <laughs> yeah. So we're both currently smoking a bowl, and I have my my uh, watermelon vodka soda in hand. So Ooh. I'm like got all this, all my setting complete for this. Um, <laughs> and it's Friday, like I fucking worked all day, and I'm like, I, we deserve, we deserve, we deserve, <laughs> we deserve right? And like, it's, I'm like so exhausted. And just so everybody knows, I. I think I've mentioned on the podcast I work a full-time job on top of Oxen Plow and um so does Ayana so we're same yeah we're both like it's Friday night we're hanging <laughs> mm-hmm. Friday night is when you roll a joint and yes. and drink some vodka and have some mango yeah exactly and hang out with the dogs you know just self-care self-care, self-care. self-care. this is our hashtag self-care goals <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um let's get into it so uh, for anyone who doesn't know who you are, can you just kind of introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what you do, um, and how you got into the industry? Sure. So my name is Ayana, and I am a young 23. I'll be 24 in, like, less than a month. Oh, you're killing me. I would give my <laughs> left arm to be 23 again. I hate Continue. it. You can, ha- you can have it back. I hate it. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll take you up on it. Maybe for, like, a week, and then I'll give it back. 
Yeah, I'm like, I don't really like 23. It can go away now. 23 has been a lot. Like, No, it is a lot. And you know what's funny? I'll say this right now, and then I'll let you finish your intro because I just keep interrupting because we're super Girl, you're fine. Okay, We're just, like, chatting. <laughs> we're just chilling. But, like, literally from 25 to 30, you're, like, three different people. It's, like, you're, you go through these growing pains. And I, I tell imagine. you, they're not fun. No, they're not fun. It's literally going to be shit for you. But I can promise <laughs> you this. when you're you're 30 when you turn 30 you're gonna be like oh my god I feel so much better yeah all of that growth and then it's like you kind of ease into this like I don't know effortless way of life and just being a woman it's so weird I mean maybe I've heard this before everyone's told me like no my Mm -hmm. mom's like just make it to 30 your 20s fucking suck like your 20s are for you to learn and make all the fucking mistakes and do all the things and then your 30s are to continue to do all the things on like an elevated scale and just like don't care you're like I don't care though because I'm a grown woman in my 30s so I don't care exactly and you're killing it because you have your own business you're yeah. a hashtag boss babe hashtag Thanks. ganja babe times Thanks. one million and just so everybody <laughs> knows iona created hashtag ganja ganja boss ganja so, girl ganja boss girl hashtag boss. ganja that's, girl that's boss. what we decided it was yeah. yeah okay so everyone needs to hashtag ganja girl boss on her instagram which is kush and cute mm-hmm. uh, okay i'm gonna let you finish your intro so yeah okay i was saying my age okay i'm 23 mm-hmm fucking hate it but if you're 23 like live your life (laughs) (laughs) um i have a full-time job as you mentioned i'm not going to mention where i work because that's my business i know i'm not either Um, i don't tell tell our listeners i mean if they were to reach out and like ask i'm totally yeah but like i don't want to announce it to the world because what if you know your bosses are listening or they like somebody tells them you know what i mean i am also the creator of kush and cute and we're a cannabis skincare brand all natural all handmade by mostly me um and I got into making cushion cute because it's kind of a long story so I'm gonna try to like <laughs> make it as short as possible Girl, we have all the time okay you, you so I yeah after college after I graduated from college and I graduated with a degree in journalism which is super random but that's what I love writing I started off writing um so after college I was like fuck it I'm gonna move to California become a big star because I was 20 and I didn't know any better that's like the perfect way to say yeah as I was 20 yeah it was like it was a week I moved out of I went to school to California like a week after I graduated just hit the ground running and of course I got to California I couldn't find a job obviously and I just ended up somehow working in the lead industry. Um, I ended up working as a writer and social media coordinator for like a wholesale glass company. They're actually a really good website. I don't know if I should shout, shout them out. Yeah, shout, they have really shout good deals. Out, shout them out, and I'll put the I'll put their um, Instagram handle and like their website in the show notes so our listeners yeah their website is badass glass they're a very small company but like they're one of the best glass companies i've ever seen they have super affordable i don't even work for them anymore and i'm still shouting them out um yeah they were great so i ended up working for them and figured out that like i mean i smoked weed but i didn't know that i was gonna like working in weed and going to california from texas was really mind-blowing to me because i was like this is a whole industry out here people are are... you originally from texas no so i grew up in texas like most of my life um but i bounced around between texas california and boston which is very random i I was born in boston so i was born in the east coast and ended up just bouncing around because we just like to bounce around right now i prefer not to say (laughs) that's okay can you tell us the state no, because I mean, some people will probably like pick it up. If you've ever ordered anything from us, you know where I am. And I had this whole long rant about how I was annoyed with my state and our cannabis laws. But because I'm becoming a much bigger brand, I try to keep my personal identity, like keep some parts of my personal identity private. That makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. When I first started Cushion Cute, like it was really just my hands. Like you never saw my face, <laughs> never knew my name. People didn't know anything about me. And then I kind of started getting some buildup and people wanting to like do interviews and they would meet me in person at events. I was like, oh, people are going to put two and two together and figure out who I am. But the few things that I do keep hidden, it's just because I like the privacy. I'd rather not like 
have everyone know where I am and what I do and what I eat and all that good stuff. I love it. Um, what inspired you to start your business? Um, yeah, like I said, I was working for a cannabis company and it was all boys. It was just boys. I was the only girl. And I went to a cannabis event. I went to quite a few cannabis events and definitely realized that I was the only girl or if there were other girls there, they were like the girls behind, you know, the booth, like the dabbing girls. No offense to y'all. Y'all do your thing. But I didn't see any like girls on the floor, like walking around. Um, I didn't see any like female brands that were also part of vendors. And I also was usually the only black woman there, which was interesting, but not surprising. I'm black, by the way. (laughs) And she's Um, beautiful, just so everybody knows. Like, gorgeous. It's all because of my Cushion Cute face products, but we'll get there. (laughs) So when I said gorgeous, I spilled all of my (gasps) soda on my laptop, just so everybody knows. Like oh my god We're is good. mercury retrograde again because yeah. like it's all good it's friday there's something happening i know technology right? is not on our side today it's not i don't understand anyways keep talking i'm gonna flip my computer over so that oh, it like, tries shake i know it tries right like i don't even know what she's doing now but please y'all this is why we smoke because shit happens no literally <laughs> sometimes literally to take a quick puff and be like okay <laughs> I'm, I'm doing that as we speak please continue take a puff apologize keep it moving yeah oh, you're fine mm-hmm. yeah I was only I was only black woman at most of these events and I was only black woman at my job the only woman and it was really strange to me and my mom she's a business owner uh, I grew up around a lot of really smart resourceful really? women what does what your, your mom do like what's her like what my her mom business? She owns a social media marketing company. One of her and her best friends own a social. But this is not her first business. Like when I was five or six or like when I was really young, I remember my mom like hustling and like owning her own businesses. And like she does the same thing I'm doing right now, working a full time job. And she had a kid and she was doing her stuff that she loved to do. So it was kind of just always ingrained in me. Yeah, you were really like just growing up around strong powerful women yeah for sure I don't know what (laughs) what what was that like with with the relationship with your mom and like how did she kind of did she inspire you to be as independent and strong-minded and like entrepreneurial as you are for sure for sure for sure because uh, she always taught me that if you don't see, like, if you, why not? The question was always, why not? Like, why can't you do it? If you can't think of a reason why you can't do it or can't create it, then try it. And if you fail, that's fine. Just try something else. Like, mm-hmm. it's totally okay. And she, I was always my mom and me growing up. I have sisters as well, but I'm the oldest. And all of her friends were entrepreneurs and they were like, they were like fashion designers and photographers, but they also were people who like, had regular jobs and they were just trying to hustle so they didn't have to work their regular jobs. So very, you also Some come from a very creative kids. family as well. Yeah, yeah, my dad sings, he plays piano, he draws. I'm a very creative person. I paint as well. Um, yeah, I think it was, I don't think I really appreciated the upbringing I had until I got older like I was annoyed that I had to like run around because with my mom I was like I just want to go home and watch tv like watch Pokemon but (laughs) we had places to go and things to do and she had meetings and even as I got older and she had my sisters and she got older she still was hustling and working my grandmother has two degrees she has a bachelor's and a master's and she worked until she couldn't work anymore I've just pretty much grown up around like women who just make shit happen because why not? I love that. And did you go to college or? I did go to college. I went to college in Texas and I graduated in 2016. What did you study? Yes. I studied, um, my major was journalism with a concentration in digital and print writing. And I double minored in communications and political science. How I got to weed, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> but that's very impressive. Like, what was your college experience like? Were you a smoker? Were you, like, what, what did that Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I was the college stoner friend. Um, not early on. I actually didn't smoke in high school at all. Like, I had no interest in weed whatsoever. 
But when I got to college, I was facing a lot of like personal issues and just it was just uncomfortable, like being by myself and figuring out things by myself. And before I went to college, I was I've always had anxiety. But before I went to college, I was properly like diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. So I started I just smoked weed one day and I was like, wow, my anxiety does not feel so bad right now. Every time I smoked weed, I noticed that my anxiety like wasn't as pulsating yeah so in college in college is so like anxiety inducing even just for someone who's normal and doesn't have anxiety college just it's a lot so I started smoking in college and college was good I had a lot of fun I worked my ass off I almost dropped out of school at one point but I just (laughs) kept pushing I'm glad I did it I recommend college to everyone I don't think everyone needs it but if you have the means to I recommend it more so for the the growing you'll do. Like you'll learn a lot in class, but you'll learn a lot about yourself and how to na- how to navigate in the world. That's such a, and that's such an interesting yeah. perspective because I mean, I feel like a lot of um, influencers and social media kind of has this like facade about college like oh you don't need that you can just Google it or you know whatever and like <clears throat> myself I did go to college. Um, and I worked extremely hard and, um, I worked full-time. I went to the art Institute of Portland and full-time in college. Yep. And it was like living hell and I had no life, but I mean, like, let's be real. Like it was just shit. It was just shit. I mean, being in college, college is hard. It's it's hard, (laughs) but I looked at it. I looked at it in the angle of like, this is my business. So if I show up and I do the work and I work, Mm -hmm. then I'm already ahead of half the people that are in my class. So, and I was a horrible student. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you the worst. Like, and it's not that I couldn't do the work and I didn't want to do the work. It's It was that I just was so bored. So for me, and I, and, and like, I say this because I'm like a, cre- I'm a creative truly like through and through. And I know that about myself and it took, you know, 20 plus years to figure it out. But like, I my mind is chaotic at all times and is going 150 miles per hour because I just keep thinking about the next thing and how to make it better and how to, what can I do better? And and I look at other things and I'm like, hmm, why is that better? What can I do? Like, it just doesn't stop. I'm sure you feel the same, but like, I was like, this sounds like me all okay, the time. Like, okay. <laughs> I can completely relate. I, I'm so like, like, and I, I don't know if our, our listeners don't know this, but Ayana and I are working on something very special. And mm-hmm, um, we, mm-hmm. we've, this isn't our first conversation, just so everybody knows. But like from day one, Ayana and I have just clicked and like our energies <laughs> yeah. just like work so well together. And I'm so excited to collaborate with her so you guys can see like what we're going to do. It's kind of a sl- so excited. It's like moving at slug pace right now. But it's going but it's to be going amazing. To be amazing. Yeah, so you guys have to stay tuned. And we <laughs> just be patient. Be patient, be patient with this, guys. <laughs> yes. And we're going to post it on social media so everybody can see. And we're going to do it proudly and probably multiple times at a to an annoying extent but you know it's like our yeah. thing so it's fine but sure. <laughs> anyway, I'm like I'm taking the platform over here I'm sorry okay so I want to talk about a little bit more about like um you mentioned your anxiety like what does that mm-hmm. disorder look like is there was there a name for it or is it just like what 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 was happening in your world when were you diagnosed and and when did you when did the light bulb click like oh like smoking really helps me and like you know really balances out those those mm-hmm. highs and lows because I feel like people that suffer with anxiety myself included <clears throat> like when when our anxiety is super super high our mind is is just it's it's almost it's out of wild control. yeah it's wild I That's won't a even lie I had a I had a panic attack about two hours ago oh and I took some CBD I had some CBD honey because I was like I can't move don't know what to do, but I'm like, I have my coping mechanisms, including CBD. So I had some CBD honey and that really like calmed me down. I got my joint. Um, but I, like I said, I was, I was properly diagnosed with anxiety, um, right before I went to college and the disorder I knew. So I've always thought I had anxiety. Like since I was a kid, I'm just like, I'm having some issues here. (laughs) 
everything is triggering me I don't know what's wrong I can't stop crying I'm emotional wreck like what (laughs) and people just thought I was an emotional kid because kids are emotional yeah kids are very this is intense like y'all I can't move I can't breathe that's like, They're like you're just being dramatic and I'm like no I'm dying <laughs> no it's debilitating and like I get the same way like sometimes like when I get panic attacks I have and and it happens often when I'm driving I have to mm. pull over yeah it could really like mess with your whole day and mess with your whole flow yeah luckily I was home when I had this panic attack so I was in a you know safe space where I can like calm myself yeah. down and the anxiety disorder that I have or had, I don't know, have had. <laughs> that you manage. Is, yeah, that I currently manage is called dermatilla something. Something with skin. It's like trichotillomania. Dermatillomania. Dermatillomania. So trichotillomania, for those who aren't familiar, this is going to sound really gross, but you might need this information. You can easily Google if you know someone who has these symptoms, please just like find a safe space that they can talk to you or you can talk to them and make them feel comfortable. But trichotillomania is the disorder where you're like so anxious that you pull your hair out. Like, and it gets to the point where people start like making themselves bald. Oh my God. So you can pull out your eyebrow hairs. There are people who don't have eyelashes because you pull out your eyelashes hairs. Uh, yeah. So trichotillomania is hair. I don't have that. I have dermatillomania, which is skin. So skin my I have also very sensitive skin. Another reason why I created Christian Cute, and my skin would often get like inflamed from like just being a kid and like running outside in the grass and bugs and shit. So in order, and I would I didn't notice until I was older. And anytime I felt the most anxious, I would just claw away at my skin and just like create my own kind of like legions and scabs. Because I would do it when I was, like, not in control of my anxiety. But I was a kid, so I didn't really know, like, what was going on. I was just like, oh, this scab or this piece of skin is bothering me. Let me dig at it. So when I was older, I still have these, like, scars and stuff on my skin. They're not as not as um, apparent as when I was younger. But when my doctor saw my skin and they kind of talked with me and we figured out like what was going on, they were like, Oh, that's that. And I was like, Oh, that's the name of it. Like I just didn't know how to name. <laughs> cool. And they prescribed me Xanax and I uh, declined cause I just didn't want to take pills. And I just kind of figured out different methods. I did yoga. I meditated, I took baths. I had quiet time. And once I got to college, that kind of wasn't enough for me. So when I smoked weed for the first time was right before I went to college as well at some random party. And my friend, she like didn't push me. She didn't pressure me. She just kind of was like, hey, if you want to try it, like here's some. And she smoked a lot. And she was a very like smart girl. She had her own apartment. She was she was the first person I saw that was a stoner that was like normal. Like I didn't really see any positive portrayals of stoners in the media or like in newspapers or movies. You always saw like the dumb stoner, the slow stoner or the stoner doesn't have a job. But she was the first person I saw who like smoked weed and was able to navigate in the world. So that's when I figured out that weed wasn't a bad thing that it, you know, it has to be some kind of good. It's not killing anybody. And when I tried it, like I said, it immediately was kind of, it was the first time I felt my anxious thoughts, like, completely shut the fuck up. Like, it was, like, so quiet. And I was like, oh, man, there's something here. And, of course, research shows that CBD and your receptors (laughs) and the THC and the endocannabinoids, all those things work together. If you have any kind of mental um, issue, PTSD, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia anxiety depression that the THC and or the CBD can actually heal that and that's when I was like okay I gotta get in weed I have to like spread this information and I gotta let the people know yeah and so at that point where were you in your college career at that point where you almost finished where you had just began um I didn't I didn't really like start getting into like weed and researching weed until my senior year of college 
that's when I was doing a lot of like final essays and final exam reports and I was a journalism major. So I had a lot of freedom. So I was writing stories about legalization and what the FDA was saying. And this was also around the time Colorado was getting recreational. Mm -hmm. So the news was really popping. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just really looking at the industry and what it was doing and like the reactions that were happening around the country when Colorado got legalized. That was a really big deal. It was Colorado huge. becoming recreational as well as med. I mean, when it became medical, that was a really big deal, but it was the first rec state and it was just the craziest thing in the news. And it was really fun to follow. And like I said, I dove deeper into the actual like scientific medical evidence of weed. And I was like, this is infuriating that people aren't getting this information. <laughs> yeah. And so at this point, You've obviously recognized the industry. You mm-hmm. are viewing its landscape and what it's doing, how it's growing at the rapid pace that it is. Um, mm-hmm. And at that point, were you thinking like, hey, like I want to be in it? Or did the uh, did you just stumble upon the opportunity to work for the glass company, the um the badass glass I think a little bit of both I am a big believer that like the universe puts you where it wants you to be and I so agree with that, that I think with me so that much. the badass glass job was like yeah. the most random job ever it just it was in my job search list while I was job hunting and I had experience writing and I didn't have any experience in the weed industry. So they really took a chance on me and just trusted my judgment. I worked for them about a year and really loved that company. But yeah, I was probably a little bit of both. Like in college, I went to California with the, with the um, intention of being like a news writer or a magazine writer or writing for like television. And I kind of just shifted direction when I got the badass glass job, mm-hmm. which I don't think was a bad thing. I think my interest has shifted. I did, and I did eventually also get a job with a really big publication there, and it was, like, my dream job, and I was getting paid fairly well, but I hated it so much. Oh, no. <laughs> I was so unhappy there, and I was like, okay, this is not the direction I'm supposed to go. Let me pivot and try this and see how it works. Mm-hmm. And so... what happened after that after I left the dream job Mm -hmm. or after I left badass glass let's talk about both we just want to get into the every little detail yeah so after I left the dream job so (laughs) badass glass was so sweet they're just so nice to check out the website but I left that job for a while and I was like hey got my dream job peace out like (laughs) bye (laughs) And like, I ended up at that job for a very short amount of time. I got fired and I was having, it was really, I was having like anxiety attacks at work, like in my office, I was having full meltdowns oh my God. and that's the most embarrassing thing ever. Have I ever had anxiety attack at work? Yes, like, I have. And it is so much it's humiliating because it's so embarrassing because so you can't even explain what's happening. And they're like, she's just being dramatic. I'm like, no, I know it, it's. And I, I want to talk about that because we're going to shift gears just a little bit. I'm, uh, and I don't want to take away from your story at all. I, I want oh, you, of course not. yeah, I want to continue on with going through your, your journey for our listeners. But I think that that's not talked about at all. And I, oh, no. and, and I think definitely not. And I think that across all in all, it doesn't have to be cannabis industry in, in the cannabis space or industry, but in all industries, that's just not talked about. Anxiety is so that word is so overused and anxious makes me anxious. Oh my <laughs> God. The word anxious I makes me agree. fucking anxious. Same. Like if I hear someone say anxious, I'm like, Oh my God, you're like dying. You know, <laughs> when really it's like not the kind of anxiety that we suffer with, which for me, I was diagnosed with severe anxiety and depression, um, which I totally think is completely wrong because I'm a very happy person. Um, It's the anxiety that is, that's what I deal with. Um, So that's another story, but I want to talk about that. So when you have anxiety at work, what did that look like for you and and do you feel at do you feel that had 
because obviously we can't smoke at work. Like, let's just be real. Yeah. Like, we can't. Like, like that's not a thing yet. I mean, you it's, can't do that. I mean, Unless you work at work in like a farm or yeah, something. Yeah, you work in a farm or you work in the space and it's like not even a, a big deal because people understand they get it. They support it. Like, yeah. like how is that for you? Or how was it? Like, what were your experiences there? Um, I mean, this was when I was living in California and I was a patient. So there were many days when <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. Oh, well. I don't care. Um, there were many days where I would leave work and go to my little 1999 uh, Elantra or whatever <laughs> and roll up a joint or roll up a blunt because I really needed it. Um, when I would get have panic attacks at work, it was, like I said, it was really embarrassing. It was really, like, rough because not only was I new and I was young, I was also, like, the new Black girl. And being a Black woman in a new workspace is challenging for its own reasons. So that might have also given me anxiety because I that just felt a lot of pressure. How, yeah, did, you feel a lot of pressure. How did being a, a Black female in, in, in the industry or just in general walking into that space feel like for you? It's very intimidating because you're like, don't make a mistake. Don't fuck up. Don't be loud. Don't do anything that people will be like, oh, man, she's so black. Like, that's kind of how every black woman moves around in their space, like on a daily where it's very mindful of how we're perceived by others because just you have to as a black person in America. It's so Um, it's so funny you say that, because for me, like, I am obsessed with with the african-american culture like i just i love it like I it's think beautiful it's so beautiful it's gorgeous it's, it's we have such a interesting history the history the just seeing black women and just their natural element to me for me it's so inspiring because yeah, I when feel- you called and you were like i love what you're doing i love it so much i was like okay she's cool <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i'm blushing oh my gosh i i, I just know cool. i i since like when i and just so our listeners know like i found ayana because you know i wanted a, i need i feed off of creative energy right and for me anything that's different that's not the norm you know because there aren't very many and you can agree or disagree with this black women in our industry and I think it's so not at all they're not and it's like and and influencers the same it's like I feel like you bring something so so unique to the space and not just because oh man now I'm blushing oh (laughs) my god that was so sweet we we just love each other and that's just it and we've established (laughs) that so yeah we're best friends now we are so (laughs) I'm sorry my best friend (laughs) I love it so much um but no it's like and you know I want to support that. And like, I've mentioned this before, like my mission for Oxen Plow and for my business and my brand is I don't, I mean, obviously you want to make money, right? Like, let's just be real. Like Mm -hmm. both of our business, we want we need it. We wanted to make money because we want to focus on, you know, the things that we love to do, which is to build our brands and our business and, and create other brands and businesses. And, you know, for you, it's your product and your own brand and Mm -hmm. executing on that. And I think, you know, for me, like I, am so passionate about supporting other women in this industry because I did not have that experience. Oh man, the women in cannabis industry, shout out to y'all. Oh y'all my god, so yes. supportive. Thank you. We're like our own little clique. It's it's beautiful. I, know, I love it's like, the women and, in cannabis and not, industry. And it's like I haven't met with like I've come across some of them that are like, oh no, you can't sit with us type of thing. I've never, I've never. Okay, I'm so glad that you haven't had that experience. Uh, that was like what happened to me which in the very very beginning because I was kind of a little bit naive to the industry and you know Mm. just like I had this thought this idea and I was like god like I just I need to be in this space like I had this Mm -hmm. you know creative drive but like I mean for me when I found you I was just like yes like I need to collaborate (laughs) with her this is what I want to represent for my company and supporting women doing what they love so full no it's so true and like I just and you know you're a little bit younger than me and I just I I just want to like nurture you and like be there for you and like support you so much like 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 a sister you know it's like and yeah I feel women like, in cannabis y'all are so freaking supportive I've definitely cried a good few times at some dms oh I've gotten and I'm like God, I can't too. take it I can't do it 
I'm a real empathetic person. I'm a very emotional person. What's your sign? You're. I'm a Gemini. Oh, yeah, I'm a Gemini. Yes, I'm a Libra. I'm very emotional. So if I get if you when you guys send me beautiful DMs, I'm just like oh, I'm crying. Okay, guys, can you send her like a million DMs now? So <laughs> Please I think don't. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, oh you my are God. wonderful, awesome. And I'm just going to be in tears. I'll be a ball of tears. Yeah, I won't be able to go to work in the morning. Freaking crying. And I'm going to post it on Instagram. I'm just oh. kidding. I won't, but I, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I can't handle it. Yeah, super supportive. And even yeah. thank you for like having me on the show oh and God. reaching out to me. You're welcome anytime. Are you kidding this me? This is the coolest thing I've done all week. This was actually, this has actually been like the highlight of my day. Like I said, I had a real shit day. So this Stop was it. like my, like, oh, I'm excited. <laughs> you are the highlight of my week, my friend. And I am like honored that you would even come and just speak about your story and your business. And like, I just, I love it so much. And I'm so happy you're here with me. Um, Okay. Sorry. Okay, guys. We're like, <laughs> sorry we're, for the love fest. We're like, sorry. yeah, we're, we're just having a she romance right now. Like there's bromances, but this is like a, having a, a she sister, romance. A she romance. Yeah. Sister she romance, romance doesn't make sense. So what would, what would we call it? Just she. We're having a ganja girl moment. Oh, oh we're having a ganja girl moment. Yep. There we yep. go. Ganja girl go. moment. No, that, that like runs together beautifully. Like, I love that. Okay. We're going like to use it. that. And <laughs> you have to come back on the show. Will you come back so that we yeah. can like, have Okay. Okay. We're going to have another smoke session. Like, and maybe we'll just call it smoke sessions. Like, that's just what our smoke thing. smoke and sesh? I love seshing with girls. I actually don't have a lot of lady friends that smoke. So when Neither I do get do to I. do it, I'm like, this is so fun. I usually smoke with my man and he usually falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and... I usually want to keep smoking because I just smoke a lot of weed. Okay, well, when he falls asleep, then we're going to have our own session. And <laughs> sorry about it. Oh, well. He'll oh, be well. okay. He'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> so, um, oh, my God. We're, we were talking about – what were we talking about? Where were we? We, like – Don't know. Oh, anyway. Well, that's fine. So, let's just – Moving on. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> so, let's talk about when Cushion Q came, the vision – everything came about let's let's start there okay well what do you what do you want to know <laughs> <laughs> how did you come up with the idea how did it start like were you in your kitchen like creating product like what what was going um, on it was a bunch of different pieces and it kind of all like came together it just made sense to put all of these things together I had the name for cushion like I just had the name cushion cute like in my head like rotating so did like I. I said that's what I had I literally I'm had a, oxen plow the universe will deliver you things does. when you don't even know you need it it's crazy so I just had cushion cute rolling in my head I was like I don't know what to do with this but I made an Instagram page for it and kind of just let it sit there um and I made it when I was living in California kind of in between jobs I got fired from my dream job I wasn't working for the glass company anymore, but they eventually took me back and I didn't have any money and California is very expensive. You guys. <laughs> so everybody who doesn't know that I, live I in had San enough Diego money for six months to like, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I was in Southern California and I was like, I can't afford to live here. I know. It's like, you have to like, basically you have to hustle. Grand. Yeah. Or you have to make a hundred grand a year by yourself. It's like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, you have to hustle and have any money. And I, I'm a big fan of like skincare products in general. All of the women in my family have beautiful, gorgeous, brown, supple skin. My mom looks like my sister. My, my grandmother looks like my mother. They get mistaken. My mom gets mistaken from my sister all the time. Oh my God. So. I just have grown up around like women who just really value and put a lot of time and care into their skin. So I always try to value and put a lot of time and care into my skin, especially because we have brown skin, brown skin women. We're like, well, we're proud of our skin. So let's make sure that it's beautiful at all times. Yeah. Um, so I was just kind of like mixing some stuff and playing with some ideas. I've made my own coffee scrubs and body scrubs and like face masks before. Cause I, as I mentioned, I have very sensitive skin, like super duper duper sensitive skin. Um, so I can't use a lot of stuff. And this was also at the time where cannabis skincare was starting to become a thing. But a lot of the products that I was seeing, I didn't want to use them because they definitely weren't all natural and I didn't know how my skin was going to react to them. So I just kind of combined the fact that I wanted something that I can use, some of my little skincare recipes, and Cushion Cute, the name, and voila, 
dot Christian Q Cannabis Skincare. That is so amazing. Can you talk about um, the products that you have so our listeners know what you what you offer in terms of that? Yeah. Did you get the product I sent you? Please tell me you got no, it. No, I haven't got it yet. <gasps> and that, I'm so pissed because I literally wanted to tell everyone about it and post about I it. I wanted you to try this, it and tell me. <laughs> I know. Before this session, that's what I wanted to do is try it out and post about it and then talk about it on our session. But that didn't happen. So I'm still waiting for product, you guys. I'm sorry. Like, but I bet you it's gonna it's, come tomorrow it's gonna watch come. Yes, you're right 100 percent. i'm gonna send you a picture of it when it comes like okay <laughs> um yeah so all of my products are handmade all natural paraben free vegetarian all that good stuff um and i have the i have a line called the wake and bake line my favorite thing to do and that was my first product and I have a wake and bake coffee body scrub, I a want wake it. and bake sugar it. body scrub. Yes. And, and it gets rid of cellulite. Yeah, it does a bunch of stuff. If you guys look at our Instagram, I post all types of hemp and CBD facts, especially skincare facts. But it, it heals your skin from the inside out, essentially. It's amazing. So the coffee scrub, the body scrub, we have some like little cute wake and bake mugs. You can like have your coffee and have a joint. Um, and then I have my I bet favorite. It amazing too. Oh, they smell good. Oh, look, my scents. I didn't talk about my scents. My gosh. Uh, for the coffee scrub, we have original coffee. So if you like coffee, I freaking love coffee. The coffee scrub smell like heaven. I have original coffee, caramel honey, caramel pumpkin latte, yes, cinnamon toast. Yes. Cinnamon toast is my absolute favorite. Uh, s'mores, cupcakes, and c- it's all types of yummy. Cinnamon is good for inflammation, right? Yes, it is. It is good for inflammation. And the cinnamon toast smells exactly like the milk that you get after cinnamon toast crunch. Uh, yes, <laughs> it smells just like that. And in the sugar scrubs, I have caramel honey, original sugar, and lemon Kush, which is my favorite. It smells so good. Ooh, oh my god, I'm I just I'm getting anxious now. Now in a good way, in a good way, not like gonna be like, oh, I want my product. Yes, I do. No, and I appreciate um, you sending that. And to then me. also have I have the high healthy skin um facial care line. That's our full facial care line. You can use our body scrubs on your face, but if you're someone like me who has very sensitive skin, I usually recommend to get the unscented scrub to use on your face. Okay, so if you have sensitive skin get the unscented product does yeah, the all unscented. Of the come unscented no so like i said there's different scents so we have unscented and we have like the caramel the lemon if it's scented it usually has essential oils or fragrance oils in it i try to keep everything as natural as possible but like i said just for just better safe than sorry to use something unscented i don't i use the unscented sugar scrub on my skin and it works fantastic and my high healthy skin line is also all natural and handmade. And we have um, the high healthy skin beauty oil, which is a like super popular favorite. I have to keep restocking it. People chase me down for this oil. It's ridiculous. <laughs> what are, can you talk about the benefits of the oil and the name of it? Yeah. So the high healthy skin beauty oil is basically an all purpose oil and it's for all skin types and you can use it as a makeup remover, a light moisturizer, a primer. Um, you can just use it for whatever your skin needs at the moment. My boyfriend uses it. My One of my coworkers uses it. They're both men. Like, it uses great for everyone. And if you have really dry skin, it gives you this really, like, light, nice, all-day moisture without being, like, heavy. And if you have oily skin, it balances out the oil in your skin. So you're that, like, perfect in-between, dewy, not oily I don't even know how to describe it, but it's magic. No, dewy, in a bottle, dewy is basically. a really good word. I was just thinking of that. I was like, wait, no, dewy is a really good word for to use if it's like going to be if it's going to give them kind of that like wet look, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it doesn't make you shiny. It's it's so hard to describe. Everyone that I've uh, given it to or that has purchased it, they usually give me feedback of like something totally different from the last person. It works different on everybody's skin, but it. Like I said, it heals your skin from the inside out. And with that, which we can pair with that, is our high healthy skin daily glow toner. Mm -hmm. And that has a bunch of great stuff in it. And I have it um, with citrus and rose scent. So it smells super yummy. I love citrus and rose combo, anything. And it's just a really great primer, a really great like 
day mist. I just sprayed it on my face like four times in the last five minutes. It's so refreshing. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, I I, I think I these. sent you that too. Oh my gosh, I'm so. so excited. I can't even wait. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, I I love like I use like I'm all about skincare for my like I like I said, I'm 30, like I I have to like take care of my skin and I feel like, you know, it's just so important. And I feel mm-hmm. like what a unique idea. Like for how how did you come up with like in thinking about using cannabis infused skincare like what what I just tried it honestly I was just like well weed works I like weed and it works well with everything else I like it when I smoke it let me see if I like it on my skin so I put it on my skin and it worked really really well and then I did research and I saw I had all these like amazing benefits it's really good for not even the weed part like not even the THC or even the CBD just the hemp itself is literally healing and another thing going back to kind of my anxiety disorder this was the first thing I was using that was actually diminishing my scars. So it was really cool to see weed like working for my body in every avenue from the inside and outside. So I was like, hmm, I wonder what this does on your face. And it makes your face look great too. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. What, um, so switching gears again, like with your business, like in the beginning, what was that like? Like, how did you start your, the actual business piece of it? Like your website and getting products in stock and things like that. What did, just for our listeners who are starting their own cannabis businesses and and women who are wanting to start in the industry, what are some things that you went through? Yeah. Um, I actually did it backwards. (laughs) I started making product before anything. Cause like I said, I was, I didn't have any money. I needed you know to make some more money I had enough money to buy supplies and I had this idea so I made the product first and then I just sold on Etsy for a while and Etsy is not very cannabis friendly so it ended up kicking me off and I was like hmm okay let me try something else and we kind of just started growing from there Uh, after we got off Etsy I really started to think about it as a business and as something that I could do to not only make money, but to provide a service and a product for others that would help them as well. And uh, I immediately learned that running a cannabis business is unlike anything else. It's one of the hardest things ever since cannabis is just under so many rules and regulations. So I couldn't do things like regular marketing and advertising because Facebook ads doesn't let you run cannabis ads. It's against their their policy so I had to get really creative and I primarily built Kitchen Key on Instagram and we got most of our followers and most of our um, customers from Instagram it was all very organic and it really it really was um, me just trying something and putting it on Instagram and that's where I sold it most of the time then moving to a website and not until now not until about two years I'm really like developing a business plan and talking to lawyers and thinking about investors because I never in a million years expected Cushion Cute to be what it is right now. I never had the intention of it growing this big, but once I saw that it started growing and once I figured out, like, I really love this plant, there was one day where I was just like, I love this plant. Like, I'm in love with this plant. It's so beautiful. (laughs) I knew I wanted to be a part of it for the rest of my life so I'm just gonna keep growing and building but don't do it the way I did it you guys like think of a business plan first <laughs> and then start that, your business the of your story though like that's the beauty of your story and your success is that you did it in a way that worked for you and look at the success that you are now I don't I don't even know that you did it backwards I think you just did it according to Ayana hey, and maybe. I think that that's a that's a beautiful thing and it makes your story so unique. I definitely wish I would have done like the paperwork and boring stuff early right <laughs> dealing with right. it now is such a headache but you have to do it as a business owner ladies do not neglect yeah. your legal stuff like I know it's cute to just walk around and have your business but do not neglect your legal obligations can you talk about that a little bit inter- and you don't have to go into detail of your specific what you are currently doing with your paperwork or what you have done, but just for our listeners who are like, I, like we said before, brand new in the industry, just trying to start their business. What's like one piece of advice on the business side that they should do first and foremost that you feel or wish that you would have done. 
look up your can your state's cannabis laws like to the T like heavily 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 research your state's cannabis laws and if you are if you are someplace that is an illegal state then you can still run a cannabis business it's completely possible but make sure you're still within their laws also if you can get a lawyer that has a background in cannabis or that supports cannabis, highly recommend it because you just never know what can happen, especially in our current America, and you want to protect your business. So that's why I was like, mm, I did it backwards because I started making a product and had no like protection around it. So definitely protect yourself and protect your business in cannabis. I've seen so many really big cannabis businesses, especially female-owned, because a lot of the male companies will be the ones who report them. Um lose everything like get their website shut down not have payment processors able to work have their instagram completely deleted have their facebook completely deleted because they didn't have protection so just protect yourself and your brand if for some reason you gotta like flee the country make sure your brand is protected more than anything (laughs) no that's really great advice and appreciate you mentioning that those are really key key points to having your business and it's so different than opening up just any yeah it's very different yeah being in this industry is just so specific it's constantly changing too the laws are always changing changing. so you always have to keep up with them and what's happening with the laws and if they change your business has to move with them or you're going to get shut down right and so now at this point in your business like what are you struggling with and what are some of your successes and how do you go and kind of evaluate where you're at and where you want to go? Um, I think right now I'm really struggling with like delegating in everyday tasks. Do you have people that work with you or I work for you? do sometimes. I primarily, I do everything by myself for Kitchen Cute, which is astounding to me. Um I do have people who help occasionally, but I also have a full-time job. So delegating tasks and getting stuff done at a timely manner is definitely a challenge. Running a business isn't supposed to be a side thing. It's supposed to be a full-time thing. But sometimes, as you know, you're just not in the position to do it full-time yet. Um, I agree. I don't know any other challenges that I can think of right now. I'm also a little stoned. (laughs) No, we're good. Trust me. We're we're super cash today. But um, yeah, I think my main struggle is just like just getting things done and being able to like run my business the way I want to run it every single day on top of like going to work and doing my other things in life. Yeah. And so where do you see Cushion Cute going? Where where do you what's your vision? Um I have a lot of like I think about Kitchen Cute all the time. I have a lot of, like, really big things I want to do. I want to have a whole Kitchen Cute, like, store, like a storefront that's not only our products, but, like, other female cannabis brand products. And I love that. It's, like, a girly smoke shop. Can you imagine? Beautiful. I I can. I'm literally (laughs) envisioning it now. In a girly smoke shop. Beautiful. It's so cute. Yes. With a little lounge. Yes. And, like free champagne if you have a membership exactly I want a cushion cute store I want to I've said it in a couple other interviews I want to be like in target which sounds crazy but I want it to get to the point where a cannabis product in target is a normal thing like I want to be able to be a part of it yeah of course I think that's any cannabis brand's goal to like be on the same shelf as alcohol or on the same shelf as medicine because that's what we are we're either helping you or we're, you know, helping you make memories. And we just want to be considered on the same platform as every other product. So I want to get to the point where you can walk into a Target and you can grab the Cushion Cute body scrub along with your shampoo and conditioner and go on your day. That is so powerful. Like, and I don't know if anyone can even really comprehend that, but it is so powerful. And I feel like 
And I hope that it is happen happens in our lifetime because I, I truly believe that it can. Oh, me too. I think it's totally possible. It's going to take a while. I forgot which comedian said this. I think Tom Segura. Segura? Have you heard of him? Yep, I have. Yeah, he made a he had a really funny joke, but it was so true. And he was like, "Can you imagine uh, what our kids are gonna say when we have to tell them all the sketchy shit we used to do to get weed? They're gonna be like, <laughs> what are you talking about? They didn't have it at Seven Eleven. Like, were they out? <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, yeah, Did I you, want that. Yeah, like, I want that like to be my be future. Thing. I want my kids to be like, what do you mean? I just got weed at like the gas station. What are you talking about? I want it to be so normalized." that it's weird that my that I would tell my kids like you know I used to have to go through all types of strange stuff just to get a gram <laughs> and no I think about it like social media right like do you remember when you had to print out your google maps oh yeah map quest like how was yeah how was that even a thing like and now or you had to use a phone book oh my god like, I hated phone books my mom would be like grab the phone book and be like no <laughs> and it's heavy and ugly and like now now it's just you just type just it into Google. your phone what you want yeah it's crazy it's like I feel like that is kind of that's what I'm comparing it to in my mind for my own business I'm like that's what it's like like that's yeah. what our future's like yeah, I mean, basically, it's so easy to create something nowadays. You really just have to be motivated and um, be determined and be consistent more than anything. Because we have the internet and, like, so many resources. There's no reason Honestly, you can't do what you want. I, no, I completely agree. And, like, when I meet people that are younger than me, and maybe – maybe your age, maybe not, but they are so fixated on this idea that, oh my God, the hustle's real. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, uh, yeah, oh my God, the hustle was real for me too. (laughs) I didn't have half of the resources that are available to you and us now and that are going to just keep evolving in our time. It's like now is the time, like we have Instagram, it's a free marketing platform that we do not have to pay for. Because mm-hmm, you used to have to crazy. buy ads in the yellow you used pages. To have to buy ads. <laughs> exactly. Or work with a marketing agency. Right? Like, I can't even imagine. Like, it's just, and I mean, you're so entrepreneurial. You're so well eloquated. You're so well spoken. And I'm so very impressed with you as a, as a businesswoman, as as the woman just that you are and you're becoming. And I just, I think that, you know, it's so inspiring your story. Oh, thanks. I wish I could hug you. (laughs) I'm going to give you a big air hug right now. Like, oh man, why aren't we recording in person? Oh, well. (laughs) I don't know, but we're going to make that happen. Like 100. I don't, we We will. This is a promise. We live close. Exactly. This is a promise. It's going to be a live podcast. We're going to be together. It's going to be gonna be weed everywhere. Lazy. It's going to be lit. Yeah, it's going to be lit. It's going to be like a part phone or however you're listening to this podcast. Uh, but yeah, I just, you know, I think it's like really important for our listeners to hear your story just because, you know, you are so young and you still have. So I don't feel much. like it, but thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard running your own business, right? It's like you age like yeah. five years ahead of everybody else because it, it's, it's that much work. Right. But it's like, I feel like when you're planting the seeds and the way that you've done it is in such an organic way, you are extremely intelligent in that and, you know, very articulate in your strategy. Okay. I'm going to start on Instagram. You know, you didn't give up. You kept going because you have this dream and this vision for your business. And I think that's really inspiring for other. It's very easy to get discouraged, especially in this industry, especially as a new person, especially as a woman, just keep on pushing. Like you never know what you can do unless you push yourself. You have to push past your comfort zone It's really comfy. I know, but nothing ever grows there. It's not going to happen in your comfort zone. It's it's true. And I feel like, you know, people that suffer with anxiety, like you and I, it's harder for us to push our, Mm -hmm box because we we do not like the unknown Mm -mm, not at all (laughs) so it's even more scary right yeah for sure if you I had something happen to me and I had like a full anxiety like moment and I wasn't in any kind of like danger I was just in an uncomfortable place so voluntarily pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone as a normal person is hard doing it when you have anxiety is harder doing it when you have anxiety and you have weed is a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, 
So, you know, with your story, you can offer one piece of advice to someone that's brand new or a woman in the industry, maybe a woman not in the industry, even a male who's brand new, mm-hmm. knows nothing about cannabis. What's the one thing that you would tell them in as a piece of advice oh, that you would give that you wish that they knew? That's a good and difficult question. Can I give them two pieces I know, of advice? Um, two. Yes, please. We'll take as much advice okay. from you as we will get. Um, the first is collaborate. Like if you want to work with someone or there's a brand you want to work with or an influencer that you want to try your product, just ask. Like don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to collaborate. It's not a competition. There is room for everybody to grow and prosper and thrive. Um, a lot of the growth that I had was because I collaborated with some really amazing brands and other women and just amazing things happen when you collaborate especially as women because people always think women are competitive and catty so you need to just prove them wrong and make something really badass together um same for men like men are very men get the you know stigmatism of being like always trying to fight each other if you collaborate but I would love to see, like, a really masculine brand and a really feminine brand work together. Whoever is a male oh brand, God. holler at me. Me too. Heck, yes. Can we – can I Can I steal that too? Please do. All men, men, please, please message me on Instagram or email me. My email's in our Instagram profile. Same with Cushion Cute, right? Your email's in your yep. actual plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's actually how Ayana and I connected. I reached out to her on Instagram. Instagram's lovely. Yeah, collaborate. Just talk to people on Instagram. Like, I've talked to some of my, like, cannabis heroes on Instagram because they were just like, hey, we see you, sis. We like what you're doing. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're talking to me. And I just would approach them. Yes, I get starstruck, too. I'm like, oh, my God, you actually liked my, my comment. You didn't respond, but you liked my message that I sent. Okay, like, there's hope. Yeah, collaborate as right. much as you can. Saying, yeah. Don't be afraid to reach out to people. I've had people in my DMs asking the same question as asking me, being like, so what should I do? I'm trying to start. And I'm just like, just start and collaborate with somebody because you can make something really cool on your own. But when you make something together and bring both of your like creativity and your voices together, you can make something really cool. Um, I think my second piece of advice this is going to be not more so business advice it's still business but more so like self how to take care of yourself as a business owner don't um beat yourself up when like things don't get done or when things get too hard and you can't figure it out that's the whole point of owning a business and I always have to remind myself my productivity is not a um it does not equal my value like how much I get done in a day does not determine my value as a human being so it's really hard to like do anything especially own a business but if you are owning a business or working on a business or starting up a business or just have a business idea or you or your friends are doing something or have a podcast don't get so frustrated when things aren't having as much momentum as you like or when you are too tired to get something done because you're still a person too and before everything else like you have to take care of yourself what is the one thing that you do that is your self-care regimen? It can be anything, but what's the one daily that you practice for your own self-care? Um, man, I'm really bad at doing stuff daily. <laughs> I don't do stuff daily. I, I usually will self-care like two or three times a week. I don't do it as often as I used to. I would say pray. That is a form of self-care. No matter what you believe in, you everyone needs a higher power when things are just you don't know what the fuck is going on (laughs) so yeah if you have something you believe in pray to it and if you don't have anything you believe in pray to the universe um the only thing I can think of that I do every day is I practice gratitude practicing gratitude can really like change your whole perspective like even today when I was like I'm having a shit day stay shit I'm so upset. I'm so sad. Uh, Then I like went to go walk around. I was like, I'm grateful for the food in my fridge. I'm grateful for my feet. I'm grateful for my two eyes and my ears working. Like just being grateful for little things will change your whole perspective and make you feel a lot better when life is crazy because you have your health and you have breath and you have life and 
you have two working legs and two working arms and that is reason enough to be grateful wow you just keep on just uh inspiring me with the woman that you are and how strong you are and how <laughs> well spoken you. you are and i am just very again so impressed with you um i'm but- surprised how well spoken i am i'm like i smoked a whole joint wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah how are we functioning we're functioning high we right are now that's like high functioning is a thing and the- it's a thing high functioning is a thing and i don't know about you but when i'm smoking like i find mental clarity Mm -hmm. i speak better like clarity like my i've definitely smoked before and like it made the fog go away and i'm like oh man that's what happens to me and it's like all of a sudden I have a new room in my brain that works (laughs) it's like someone opened the window and you're like oh man I feel so much better that's the best way to and if you don't smoke weed or for those that like might not smoke or can't smoke or like have a job where they can't smoke I highly suggest researching CBD and how to access CBD products in your area yep that's how I started I was in HR and I could not um, smoke. So I used CBD and it was just, it was such a beautiful experience for me. And that's how I started my own journey. So yes, highly recommend that. Um, with everything that you said tonight, what can our listeners take away from your product that that's one thing that you can highly recommend from your line? I know you have multiple Ooh, products, but that's what's one question. that they should start with? Yeah, what's one that they should start with if they've never been to your site and they, they want to try something? Um, I would say they should start with the beauty oil because, like I said, it's multi-purpose. It works for all skin types. I've had men use it that love it. My man puts it in his beard. He uses it as a beard oil, and it makes his beard, like, beautiful. I didn't even know that it could be used as a beard oil. He uses it as a body moisturizer. It's just a really good, like, multi. It's, like, one of those products that you can throw on your purse or, like, take on travel, and it replaces, like, five other products. That is amazing. We will put the link in the show notes for everyone who wants to try the beauty oil um, so they can have instant access to it. Ayana, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for I having me. Seems... Oh, I'm sad it's oh over. Oh, my God. It was amazing. I, I know, right? Like, next time, like, we're going to have multiple of these guys. And if you guys love hearing us smoke and talk, please comment on both of our Instagrams. With that, Ayana, where can everyone find you so they can comment and sure. message you for collaboration? So you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash kush and cute. Not kush and not with the, like, the letter N for no. Like, and... <laughs> <laughs> um same for instagram kush and cute and we have a pinterest page where we have a bunch of like cute stoner girl stuff kush and cute and we have a soundcloud where we have monthly sesh playlists also at kush and cute uh you can usually find me on instagram i am the one behind the instagram page people will send us messages and be like can i talk to your da 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 and i'm like hey girl it's me so i'm the only one that's there and if you send me a dm I am 99.9% of the time going to answer because I just love all of the love. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And I am so happy that you were on tonight and I will talk to you soon. Thank you. I had so much fun. (laughs) Me too. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. How fun and light was this episode with Ayana? I mean, she's incredible. If you guys like this episode and want us to do more together, comment on my latest Instagram post and tell me. If you want to learn more about Kush and Cute and their products, head over to kushandcute.com. Right now, Kush and Cute is doing something very special. For all Oxaplow listeners, Kush and Cute is offering 15% off any order using promo code OXANDPLOW at checkout. Happy shopping!